difficult to clone a game, but it's easy to steal a mechanic, right. and that's what I'm worried about. Oh, that Bugs Bunny episode with the opera? Like, been through that, that stage, I was like, oh my gosh, am I just, like, copying? They'll instantly turn away an application that site's playing a lot of video games. I would say, I'd say the closest thing to it is paintball mode in GoldenEye. I actually to- totally disagree. Have you ever been scrolling through Reddit and you just like saw a game and they're, they're like trying to hype it up and they're like, have you seen my new uh, zombie animation? A, a popular Did thing has been uh, uh, that I've seen is copying like just straight up just remakes of games. That's that's like the most uninspired yeah. thing I've ever seen, which like, OK, you can make a really good like you can make a good remake. Um, For instance, uh, uh, I think it's like the Crowbar Interactive or something like that, but um, they made, uh, they did a remake of Half-Life 2, and that was great. That was, like, a labor of love to Half-Life, but go on the Unreal Engine sub- subreddit. There, there's no, like, substance. It's just, like, things that you've seen before. The whole genre is a game I played when I was a kid, but pretty and made by me. Yes. <laughs> Quixel assets are, like... That the, you, I can pick out Quixel assets now. Like I've seen them so much. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, you're like yeah. that's a mega scan. That's a mega scan. Yeah. But like, it, like it's, and that's it's, fine. It's, I think it's fantastic that like people are getting into the engine and like the engine and like game development is becoming such a popular topic that uh, like people want to try it out. Um, but uh, oh my gosh, what they don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's it is more accessible than it used to be, and I I think I feel that way because so one of the popular videos on this channel is just me ranting about how hard it was to get into game development, and one of the main reasons for that I think was because uh, there wasn't like a, a lot of people laying out the pathway and the mental model. Uh, I've done that now on this channel. So my son was just born when I started really seriously getting interested in it. So that was eight years ago when I first started really trying to get started, um, and I was I was already in IT, but like I mean, like really starting in game development, and that's when I first downloaded the Unreal Engine and stuff. And there was like nothing, man. It was nothing. It was dry. But like nowadays, like you got like everybody because part of what changed on that is now the way to get your game out there is to have content on the internet that people are following and, like, content about your game and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. now everybody's has to find content to do. So one thing they talk about is, like, oh, let me tell you about how to make games. And so I think the result of that is, is like, now there's tons of content on how to make games. There's more tutorials than ever. There's more mental models than ever. Like, there's more, like, hey, here's how to get started or... Here's where to go to find assets. Yeah, but is there a tutorial on how to make good games? Uh, I, is there a tutorial on the philosophy that you should have when making? I mean, I, that's kind of what I want this channel and this podcast and all the everything related to be about is like that search, that journey for the the game designer in a in a real way. You know, and every, every everybody's journey is it's totally mm-hmm. different. Like, like my journey is totally different oh, yeah. from yours, but we ended up in the same place. <laughs> like exactly, like in the same exact and, place. <laughs> so, yeah, like like I I pursued you know ed- education and uh, like in in game development, and I kind of like used that to, to like practice and you know hone my craft. But 
Like you, you, you went a completely different route. You I know? almost have a degree like, in yeah. philosophy. Yeah, right. So, and then, you know, our, our CEO is an architect. You know, yeah, so, right. It's it it's uh, there's so many different like different ways to to get to the same place, and there's no right or wrong way to do it. Well, there's a wrong way to do it. But there's there's no right yeah. way to do it. No, yeah, there's a wrong way, and I think that the wrong way leads to the un- uninspired games. Did you know Nintendo? Like they'll they'll instantly turn away an application that cites playing a lot of video games. Uh, that's what I've heard, at least. Yeah, really. like they won't like if you're like, hey, uh, I played a lot of video games. They're like not interested. Yeah, and and it's because you know there's no there's no value in that to the game designer. There's a little bit you I have to play it a little disagree. bit. Disagree. Oh yeah, I actually to- totally disagree. I, I think that. Good game designers. Well, okay. Good game designers will play games, um, but they'll ask questions while they're playing. Yeah. Games. Okay. I'm I'm with you. You know, and they'll pay attention to the details. So and they like pick it apart. I think you need to play games to 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 play to be a good game developer. Like my brother, he's helping me make my game, uh, uh, Smack and. He, Which is great. You should download Smack, by the way. It's free and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's like playing Halo Two, but you're junk rat, and it's it's amazing. Join the Discord <laughs> link in the description. <laughs> it's a, a third person a, a arena shooter where you can pick up props around the map and shoot them at each other. Um, Plug but, success. Uh, anyway, <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's all I'm going to do about that. Um, but uh, yeah, my brother, he's not he's not a game designer. He doesn't have a, like any game design background at all. But he is making suggestions and feedback for my game that I would never be able to uh do myself. And that's because he plays a lot of video games. And especially like the game that I want wanted to um draw inspiration from was halo he plays a lot of halo like he's halo's number one fan so like obviously like he's like a wealth of information just because he knows how the game plays he knows what's fun about the game and he can help me inject that into mine even though he doesn't have any game design experience you know i want to circle back and hit this exact topic but i want to i want to zing off for a second so what makes you, I know the answer to this, but what makes your game inspired as opposed to other people who are just copying people? Because I know you mentioned like you want it to be like Halo 2 and, you know, and so a lot of, I think a lot of people would look at it and, and well, they just hearing your plug, it might be like, is, is it a Halo 2 clone? Um, and I think it stands out differently, much differently than that. And yeah, it's, it's, I don't think it's a Halo 2 clone at all. Cause I, I was, you know, I've like been through that, that stage. I was like, oh my gosh, am I just like copying? And I'm like, no, this is totally different. Um, it's, it's a hundred percent like physics based. Uh, it's a third person shooter. Um, and, uh, <laughs> with a, and it's like, it has robots, you know, like it's, it's not like, uh, it's not just like a carbon copy. Um, like it's its own thing, and just literally just drawing its variation from from these uh, this era of games. Um, uh, what this the feeling that I want you to have when you're playing my game is uh, like nostalgia for like the 2000 to 2007 era of 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 multiplayer games. Yeah, and I think well, you you got inspired, but but yeah, there's a difference between that 
being inspired and and that cloning. Like you weren't like this game inspired me. So yeah, yeah. Well, I I made the the prototype first before I started drawing inspiration. Right. Well, the the like, initial I, idea. I knew what I wanted different. my game like, to be. You, you suck up items around the map and shoot them at people. Like that yeah. base mechanic is a different mechanic. Yeah. Like you're you're building a different game from the ground up. Now, yeah, a game has a huge and heavy inspirations from from these classic shooters and stuff, which is you know I think good and necessary. Which yeah. is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So and uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was so, a good example it, but, of highlighting like, uh, like the difference between cloning versus like deciding like to come up with a game idea on your own and yeah, yeah. Every every single decision that that every single thing that I put into the game, like I I've made that conscious decision. Like I'm not just testing things out anymore. You know, I've been making this game for almost two years. Like I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like fine tuning things and like trying to make it, uh, you know, it, it it's you know something unique. Um, yeah, the things mm-hmm. on edit, edit. <laughs> <laughs> the things on Reddit are, if they are inspired like that, they're not marketing it well because they're not like showing what's different and exciting about their game. They're showing what makes their game look exactly like everybody else's. And and I think they're proud of that even. They're like, "Look, my game looks yeah. like everybody else's." Like, and I know that's hard to do. Yeah, like I can do it too. But like where where is that going? You know, that that it's it stops there, you know? Like there's you can't you can't go anywhere with that. Like it's like good job you you made, you know, a copy, but you you can't do anything with it because it's not your original idea. And why does everybody think their first game needs to be a commercial success? Like, if you want to clone a game to learn how a game works, do it. Like, just just do it, man. But, you know, you don't need to be... Yeah. And maybe you're on Reddit posting for yourself or, like, learning progress and stuff. But, like, every, they're marketing these yeah. things is what I, is my thing. They're marketing it as an yeah, original they're idea. Like, they're like, our our team has... has been working hard on this game for about a year and, and they're like and it's our first game and it's, a, it's our first game and and then and then they post like a, a do like a postmortem like why my game didn't work uh, wasn't yeah. successful you know i see that all the time why my game wasn't successful postmortem like well yeah, maybe because it's a, a topic maybe, of this maybe thing. it wasn't any good maybe it wasn't it wasn't inspired maybe it wasn't original maybe it was a copy you know like there's so many so many answers well yeah if, if people saw it and they weren't interested like that's just it's just like youtube mm-hmm. like right when you got a, a crappy video i'm king of this i have lots of videos where I, I have one video that's got like only 500 views and it's got like a bunch of comments and a bunch of likes and some of my uh, friends who have seen the video said it's some of the best content i've ever made <laughs> doesn't matter no one clicks on it like i, I keep changing my title and thumbnail and it just it just doesn't like you know it just doesn't get clicks right and i think that's yeah. the same with video games like if no one gives your gives it a chance they don't click through it they don't look at it you know um you're not you've not got a $1000 marketing budget where they could go assassins creed we're putting this commercial right in your face you have to watch this for a second and see and get excited <laughs> about it like you know you don't have that kind of marketing um yeah. and the, yeah and they're marketing their their first experience they're like getting together and like this will be our first game and I don't know why that's such a big. Why is that such a big thing? Because like I don't know. I made a like a, a like 
probably I still I make throwaway games, not really. So like I got a couple yeah. of things I'm working on that's going to market. Um, but I mean intentionally too. Some of my big game ideas I've intentionally put behind. Like the axe throwing game is exciting and fun, but it's not. It's not like my dream to be a a target shooter game, right? I just I feel yeah. like the idea is original and the VR space is open enough that this is a needed item. And it's something I like and I'm enjoying. And so I'm, I'm working on it as like, it's a niche that I feel like can be exploited. It's, yeah. def- it's not my passion project. Like, I'm not just like, oh my gosh, I've wanted to make an axe throwing game since I was yeah. three. You know, <laughs> like, I just feel like it's a, it's a good mix of like, I'm interested enough and enjoy it enough and excited enough to exploit that niche. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, no, I, I and yeah. like for, for, for my game, like, I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna hit at a, at a good time because I feel like, uh, like people are getting burnt out on AAA games because they're they're all the, all the same. They're uninspired. They they all copy the one the the games that came before it. Yeah, because they're because they're the commercial success, and the and the CEOs yeah. don't want to take any any risk. They're like, just do what sold before. Sell Skyrim. Sell it again. Yeah. Have you, have it. you noticed that it. that literally every every shooter now has mechanics that you just expect? Which mm-hmm. I mean sprinting mantling they all play like cod yeah yeah and and you know i was doing some research call of duty wasn't really the first one to put sprints in in their game but i do think that was the first to revolutionize it with um the sprint cooldown because before that you didn't have a cooldown on you didn't have to keep track of your sprint it was just an another movement mechanic Say like Super Mario Bros. Like you could sprint forever. You know, <laughs> you just you just ran faster. Right. But but yeah, like no, in Call of Duty, uh, uh, and, and it wasn't even Call of Duty one and two. It was um, Call of Duty United Offensive was the probably the first person, the first first person shooter to include a, a sprinting ability with a cooldown. That that's a big change in mechanics and that's something that keeps it fresh like i'm not yeah you can do sequels and and stuff but like yeah really deciding like are you going to change the game or make something new um like nintendo won't make another f f zero game because they're like we've made racing games we have mario kart like it's just like we don't have any ideas to make f zero new and exciting and if like if other companies had that idea like what if what if like they didn't make another cod because they didn't have an idea to make it new and exciting. They weren't looking at a new sprint mechanic going like, oh my gosh, this will this will really change the pacing and really change the flow and it'll break from the Halo style for the first time in years and you know, like Well it did. And and it changed it, it changed games like triple A games forever. Like yeah. adding adding that sprint in there and like it, it just it changed games <laughs> which, which um, is so funny because it's really, it's just like a it's just like a variable toggle like <laughs> yeah which which i think it, yeah i think it's it's for the worse because like um okay uh you it, it's it's literally like you said it's just a toggle like i can go faster now um why 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 is that a thing especially with controllers like like with a controller you can control how fast you're going at all times <laughs> you know variably right um so why not have stick all the way up is the the max sprinting um yeah also in in call of duty when you're sprinting um especially sp- specifically modern warfare i'm thinking of 
<clears throat> but um, and I think it's in all Call of Duty's. But anyway, when you're sprinting, you can't do anything. That you're just moving. That is the only thing that you're allowed to do is just move fast. You can't shoot. You can't do anything else. In Halo, uh, where there's no sprint, you can you can shoot. You can strafe to the side and actually dodge. And it's it's actually like a like a dance when you're when you're uh, engaging with another person like online. Yeah. Instead of just, I saw you first, I, I kill you. You know, it's like peekaboo. <laughs> yeah. And that, so that's probably my primary criticism of the COD games is it's peekaboo. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you, of course, you time, play this time map to kill all the time. Too you short. know where to find everybody. Yeah. It's just, da-da-da. oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Recoil is another mechanic that doesn't belong in games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, will, I instance, will say it's really nice in your game when I'm when I'm shooting. Like you're like nice shot a couple of times. It's just because like I could zero yeah, it's in because and, yeah, you you had the ability to to shoot me. Like that's yeah. it was actually based on your ability, not some random generated numbers of, of, yeah. of how fast Bloom going to come back down. Bloom is another one. <laughs> Recoil and Bloom. Uh, so uh, Bloom is is you know what Bloom is. Well, like your lighting bloom? No, no, no. Oh, okay, so um, whenever you're shooting a gun, uh, you get less accurate the faster you pull your trigger. So you have to pace your shots. That is the stupidest mechanic I've ever heard of in a oh, video game. Oh, yeah, like like in Soldier seventy six, when you hold it down, it just it just like it spreads. The, okay, it's blooming the cone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, I mean, like Soldier seventy six. Yeah, that's that's okay. It's it's Overwatch, so that's like. Um, he he's like fine tuned. That that's like a fine tuned mechanic for right, him. That's probably the best example. Like, yeah, of a, yeah, of yeah. A done right. Yeah. Yes. Um. But uh, for for like Halo. Um. <laughs> uh. If you you hold down your trigger, and you get less accurate the longer you hold down your trigger. Uh. Or even with semi-automatic weapons you have to still pace your shots even though it's a semi-automatic weapon like that should be a controllable thing right um, but um is, do you think it's even... like a noob a noob uh gate to like make sure that noobs can still like, yes do... yeah 100 percent. it's just it's like uh like people were getting too good at the game so the the like new players were not able to have fun uh, because you know people were just getting like getting good, you know. Um, instead of and instead of balancing their matchmaking, they they added bloom to the game, yeah, and uh, and made your your shots less accurate. So now you have to either run up to people and to to shoot them accurately, or not move at all to shoot accurately. Like because if you move. The 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 bloom that you you get less accurate as well. So um, I have the same exact. It encourages gripe. you to not shoot, and it encourages you to not move, which is <laughs> which yeah. is the opposite thing that you want to do in a video game. Yeah, encourage your encourage like yeah yeah. All the time we're talking about how we have to be encouraging our players to play the play style we want, and then you're like literally trying to be like so do what's less fun, like shoot less, move less. Yeah. Like uh, wait what. Yeah, and so I had the exact same gripe, well, near a similar gripe about Super Smash Brothers. 
Um, so is Nintendo is guilty of this too. Uh, they're just they're a little better about choosing what games they make, but there are some games that are just their money makers. And uh, Super Smash Brothers, man, they do they try to do new things and different things and more characters and so you know I get that and they're doing good with that part, but but like the game was perfected at Melee. And I don't think that's controversial okay. to say at all. No, like, no, because you you still see tournaments at Haley, Melee, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, because I remember, I remember as a kid playing Super Smash Brothers as uh, the first one on N sixty four. Some people are N sixty four purists, and it's a lot of fun. It's really cool, but but like it was it was like the prototype game. Uh, there was a natural progression where suddenly when Melee came out, Melee felt like the game. It felt like the natural next step. And then, yeah. and it, maybe I'm an old fart or whatever, but I think there's a reason why these people stick stick with melee. It was just like it well, was. Isn't that one game. of the reasons because they added tripping? Like you could just randomly trip. Yeah, that, that is one of the reasons because you can't. It's hard to have a competition like, game like, when like there's they, more they RNG. They purposely. What was the next one? Brawl. Yeah, brawl. They, they like purposely made it anti-tournament. Yes. For some well, reason, the, the Super Smash. You can disable the Smash Balls, but the Smash Balls. To me, uh, they change the pacing of the game. Suddenly, it becomes, and depending on the character yeah. you play too, some characters like Peach is a great character, but her smash is horrible, and they have to do that to balance it because uh, she can heal and all sorts of stuff. But um, they, you get the you get the smash, and hers is just like a waste of time. But someone yeah. else's is like a guaranteed four person kill, and you're like, you you have to stop everything you're doing and chase the stupid ball around the map. Hoping that it'll break when you hit it, and then yeah. like it just it's, it yeah, broke yeah. the is, game. It's not any fun. Is, isn't it crazy that just one thing can change the entire game? Yeah, because now the game's about like staying on the map until the blue ball starts bouncing around, and then you go chase it. Like that's that's a completely yeah. different game. It's not anything new. It's uninspired. It's it's just it's straight up just a watered down, more noob friendly version. And that's what they did too. That's what the Smash Ball's about. That's what uh, the the sprint mechanic, the bloom, all this stuff. It's like this noob friendly stuff, which is like I'm not saying I'm not saying that games shouldn't like try to make beginner mechanics. Yeah. But like Splatoon, here we go. Splatoon has a fantastic implementation of this. The Splattershot Junior is a gun. That will we got third person shooter same same kind mm, of thing. Mm-hmm. It's about map coverage, right? The Splattershot Junior has a high fire rate, so if you get in close combat with somebody, um, you you have a good you have a decent chance of winning. Like if you turn a corner, you see somebody, and you shoot, you you might win. Yeah, it's just like like the default gun. Yeah, and it's like got the, a like the pistol in Halo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it is covers it covers a lot of stuff for you. It it, it, it covers the ground. Speaking of coverage, it like. It shoots three bursts, and so it kind of naturally covers. So, like, more experienced players know how to, like, twist their controller as they run. So they can... I love Splatoon, by the way. I'm, like, too good at it. Like, 2,000. Mm-hmm. If I don't get 2,000 on a map, I'm like, dang it! No, um, man. And so, uh, like, the, you, you learn this mechanic where you can just, like, roll the controller as you go and, like, spread with any kind of gun and get a high amount of coverage and points for your team. But... Uh, new people don't really think about the coverage. They're just thinking about like where to run. And so as they're running, it's doing a decent coverage for them. And it comes with a bubble shield. And the bubble shield isn't super neat because it, 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 it's like a hard block. Like you turn the corner and you see somebody, you can hit it, and you're not scared anymore. You now 
have a pr- small protection. Uh, you know what a bubble shield is. But like no, yeah. most of the other guns don't have bubble shields. And the reality is because it's better to have a better offense than a defense. But it's like the it's like the guns are uh, are skill based. Yeah, they like are. like but they have like a the higher skill the higher reward. You know exactly, and that is a great way to do new mechanics because you know someone's playing with a splash shot junior. It doesn't break the game. It doesn't. It, the game's totally fine. Like it's more fun for the person yeah. playing with that, and it's more fun, and it doesn't like unfun the stuff for the advanced people. It just it just like gives you. You can enter like you make more decisions with the other guns. You have to make more complicated decisions, which is fun. But you don't like not and like you said. There's a higher reward for that, so there's a, there is a reason to do it. But it's not. Yeah. It doesn't like outpace the noobs like instantly. Like oh, you got to throw yeah. that gun away right away. You know. And yeah. can we know. also talk about how Splatoon is an inspired game? Like it, it's oh. it's it brings something so fresh and new to the shooter genre that like nobody has ever done before i would say i'd say the closest thing to it is paintball mode in goldeneye <laughs> yeah like this idea of you could shoot you shooting paint and you could, like cover the walls with it and stuff but like they were like it was like somebody was like we need to make a shooter somebody else said we need to make a territory game and somebody else who had played a lot of goldeneye paintball was like can't we do both? And then suddenly everybody yeah. was like, whoa. Por que no los dos? <laughs> Gosh, but like a territory game, like we talked about uh, our game idea, which we can't spread, the one we might work on together one day, uh, about mm-hmm. the, our territory game, about dogs. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Cause, so like, I'm not a guy, like most of my game ideas, I mean, we just got a video on here where we're giving out 45 game ideas, but like, uh, not 45, it's 45 minutes of, of 25 game ideas. But, I'm all about giving out game ideas, but there's like three that I'm guarding like really closely. So Caleb, you're you're one of the few people in the world who know. <laughs> but uh, but again, I'm not working on that game right now um, for a lot of reasons. But like you know, if I started working on those games, okay, it's kind of doubling back on the topic here. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about Splatoon. I promise. If I started working <laughs> on the super inspired games, I have. Uh, it, which which I'll give just a small little teaser. You're welcome to everybody. Just please. Mm-hmm. You, okay, so I don't think you can steal my ideas because if you take this nu- this little nugget and you make it your own, there's no way we're gonna have the same game. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and not and not just like you, meaning the the listener, not you specifically, but uh, but even the same. Like even if you did it, uh, we work together, have similar philosophies and stuff. We'd have a completely different game. So the the three game ideas I've really kind of sat on for years, like ready to sprint and make, and probably then after the axe game, one hundred percent, the next thing I'm attacking, um, a, a territory grab game about uh dogs urinating uh that that one that one's i got a lot of really good ideas um and you know a lot of that i can one. just i can just like hear the audience just like what yeah. <laughs> this is your safeguarded your sa- so uh, uh, i hope they don't understand it because when they see it like it'll be so this is one where i've told a lot of my friends that and so like this is I, so for you know the past 10 years i've been coming up with game ideas and then, like, a few years ago, I came up with this one. It was the first game idea where I said it, and people were like, whoa. And they stopped and thought. And then, like, mo- like mm-hmm. everybody I've told to goes, that's a really good idea. And, and I, you know what? And that's a, that's a tip to you guys. 
uh, even the axe throwing game. When I start talking to people about that, they're like, yeah, it's a niche that needs to be exploited. Like, there are no axe throwing. There's like two or three I know about, but like, it's yeah. very, VR is just an early place, right? So simple ideas like that get a little more traction. But like, ideas to pursue, if you if you can't hook somebody on it, if you can't convince your friends that it's a good idea, you gotta, I don't know. I'm sure there's that person out there that's like, nobody in the world thought this was a good idea, but I did it anyway, and now they all love it. Like, I'm sure there's like yeah. that movie you can make about that guy, but like, you're probably not that guy. You probably got a bad idea because if your if your friends don't understand it, how are you going to sell this thing, right? Like yeah. practice with it or whatever. That's yeah. Fine. Like if it only makes sense to you, then like then nobody else is going to get yeah. it. You're not making a game you can market. You're making a, a passion project. Yeah, passion projects okay. are fine. It's okay to make a game for yourself. Like I've made plenty of games for myself. Like I made a little golf game that was. You know, just for myself that I play on the toilet, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so. a, a good time waster, yeah. And I yeah, yeah. learned a lot making that game and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, like, the baseball game I made was for me. Like, I'm I'm going to put that one in the market, but I'm not going to do much with it because, like, I yeah. really just wanted, like, I don't know, actually, my, my, my nephew really likes it a lot, and my son, and, and like, it, my idea behind that was like, I was like, I don't want to do this gamified baseball things where it's just like, I just want like to actually feel like I'm swinging like on a, a simulator. Ball. Yeah. Like a, like it's a simulator. So I just made a, yeah. a like it, I, I spent less than three days on it and it works great. Like I've done a couple like small little updates when I've updated the master project or whatever, but like the majority of it, like it was done in that three days and, and it's just this, yeah, a simple idea. And I did that for me and that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, people they're like marketing their passion project, their first idea, and no one understands it. But they're this genius, and the whole world's gonna understand their their genius when they get this this really game that's so unique. Their own friends who have a similar life experience can't grasp why it's entertaining. Like like you just yeah. you wake up, buddy. I'm sorry, this is to you. You make a game that when you explain the idea to somebody, they get excited. Yes, my two other ideas to help. If you if you want to market your game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. If you want to sell this thing, if you don't want to sell it, yeah. whatever. if you want other people to like play it and enjoy it, like you definitely have to think of them. But like, if you want yourself to enjoy it, then just think of you, and maybe other people enjoy it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's here's an idea that I get people excited about pretty quickly. I, so I feel like we got to kind of throw out a couple of nuggets of like from our pockets the kind of good faith measure here but i have an idea for a majora's mask uh time travel mechanic idea for vr and i know that there's a game that's all about like time travel and stuff for vr that came out and i want to play it soon it's very different like i was really scared when i first saw it but like it's they take a very different approach yeah i remember you sending me that yeah i was like oh no i waited too late but no like yeah i started really looking into it and i was like Oh, good. It's a different game. Uh, oh, I did the same thing with Smack, actually. That's actually what motivated me to, like, finish it and, like, get it done. Um, I saw a post on Twitter of a Halo mod that you can you can just shoot any prop out of your gun at the velocity of, uh, uh, of a bullet. And I was like, oh, shit. 
people are gonna people are gonna like catch on to this mechanic and uh, like start no. putting in their games and then i'm not gonna be the first one so <laughs> so i like really started to like get down and dirty with it and and uh, now it's it's on steam uh it's a it's a play test it's still kind of early i still expect to be working on it for like another year until it's done but um but uh, yeah it's there. that we have this idea behind us where we're like we don't want to make the same game as somebody else like this fear that like if somebody came yes. out with the same game as me which again is super hard because it's easy to clone somebody else's game but if you've got an original idea and they've got an original idea even yeah. if the base mechanics are similar no it's 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 hard difficult to clone a game but it's easy to steal a mechanic right. and that's what i'm worried about and like i usually like not even worry about the, this stuff at all but like I actually do think that like the prop shooting mechanic could be a thing like in in other games like that could be a thing oh, yeah. that catches on. Um, but uh, but I want to be the yeah, first one and to actually it. like <laughs> deliver it. And so I say you're you're on the map now with a with a functional playtest and stuff. I think you're you're in you're if yeah. this catches on, you you can claim claim your footnote in the history books. Like the fun of Luigi's Mansion, where you're sucking everything up, but then imagine you then turn it into like a gun, where if you have a machine gun, suddenly you're shooting out these massive objects at a high rate, or a sniper rifle, and suddenly you just snipe somebody with a bus. It's amazing. It's not, it's not a bus. <laughs> the you know bus. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forklift. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just, it just, yeah. it just, it just feels good, and it, it gives a lot of excitement and randomness to the game. But you can. You can decide what to shoot, and you can decide what to suck up. But like you also, like that that creates a lot of difficulty too, and a lot of interesting decisions and what gun you choose. Like it's just it's just a fun mashup of things, and it's different. No one's done that before, like that I've seen. And um, I want to talk about a failure of this. So like on the other way. So like for the scariest game I've ever played, man, it was called the Showdown Effect. It's a good game, and that's mm-hmm. why it's so scary. Um, I, I don't know what went down, if they never marketed it or whatever. or yeah, I, I don't know why it failed. But a lot of times people have this idea, this field of dreams idea, to counter. This is the counterweight to what we're saying. Because I think the majority of what we're saying is you come up with something good and original, it's going to sell. And I think, that, I think that's true to an extent. Yeah. But uh, the counterpoint, uh, field of dreams, like you build it, they will come. I saw the showdown effect, like, and it was empty, man. No one's playing this thing, like, six concurrent players. Like, when my friends and I will play it, mm-hmm. uh, like, a LAN party, there's always that one guy, probably the dev, who's like, I want to play, I want to play with these people. And, like, we lock them out, like, we put a password on our thing, and, and then, but, like, like mm-hmm. you know, we're the player base for this game. It's a great game. It is a 2D, like, Smash-style uh-huh. shooter, but you, like, have a gun, and, like, the, the, the shooting mechanic feels really good, and you can pull out a sword and like, quickly chop people up, but it's super dangerous to get very close, and you can grab any prop and throw it at people, cool. um, which means, like, if you grab knives, you're throwing knives. If you grab, like, a, a maraca, you throw a maraca. Oh, so there's, like, a, like a sandbox. A little bit, yeah. You just... Yeah, you run around, you can bust up parts of the map and stuff, and it's so fun because it's all based off, like, an action game, like, it's, like, Kill Bill kind of thing, where it's, like, the entire thing is just, like, a, like, the action movie, like, that's over the top, and then the last 30 seconds, like, giant monsters start appearing in the background and everything catches on fire, and, uh, and, like, the music (laughs) is super intense, but that's why it's called the showdown effect, it's, like, the idea is, like, the last showdown of a movie or something. 
and it just like the yeah. uh, you can you can hide and bandage yourself, but like the maps are pretty small, so it's really it's kind of a risky thing to do, and and like it's just the whole thing the whole thing's just a fun tight brawler mechanic that it feels it's the same amount of fun as playing Super Smash Brothers, but it feels completely different. And it was, like, I just, I fell in love with the game very quickly. And, yeah, it's absolute failure. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's polished. Mm. It looks good. It's, like, it just, it just didn't. I don't know. It could still catch on. Like, I don't know. If the devs came back and did a big marketing push, I bet it would still have, a, have room and a niche to grow. But, but I think, I think... I think maybe part of their weakness was that it's hard to immediately look at the game and go, oh, that's different. Um, when you play it very quickly, you're like, oh, this is different. Um, but I, you know, mm-hmm. that might be that might be the pitfall. I'm not sure, but there is a chance you could build a beautiful game, a perfect game. As there's that game's not perfect, but I see, I do, I will say that like it, it is exciting. Like it is a very good game. I, I'd give it a nine out of ten. Um, for multiplayer experience, then yeah, it, it's it's possible to have a very inspired game that does that doesn't make it. But I don't think it's possible to have a non-inspired yeah. game that makes it. Oh yeah, of course. Um, just I mean, look at any Call Clone. of Duty. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, yeah, and that's and that's a. It's it's easy to to well, it's, shit on yeah, the and the AAA industry is making it easy, and they don't care because they're selling copies. FIFA, sorry, yeah, FIFA, yeah. any EA game. Let, let me just throw they're some more like, out there. They're like, well, what do we do for the new soccer game? They're like, give it more characters, more blah blah. I'm like, should we change them? No, no, unless you have like a idea that might. No. Actually and then also sell it for seventy dollars. People are still <laughs> buying it. Well, you can buy like ten indie yeah. games, man. Like Hollow Knight, yeah. I got like. 100 hours of play out of that really enjoyed it i got the final boss for the final the real ending and then i couldn't beat it for a little while and so now i'm not good enough to beat the final boss so like i gotta like get into it again but really good freaking game and it's an indie game and you know so many indie games maybe we're just maybe we're just like hipsters and we're just like oh you're not playing so good games, i think that is know? it to an extent that we are a little bit game hipsters yeah, like who, who are we to say that they can't play the same thing multiple years in I a mean, row it's your it's your life guys it's your life do you want to read the same book over and over again watch the same movie and over and over again because that's yeah. what everybody's doing right hey man i've read harry potter multiple yeah. times okay and there's a value to that but i mean you know <laughs> But I've also played the same game multiple times. You know, it's I, I don't I don't buy the game again to yeah, play it again. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I still pull out Man sixty four and play through Ocarina of Time sometimes. But yeah, yeah. but like yeah. I do that. I paid for it once back in nineteen. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not saying life has to be completely thing and new experiences either. But gosh, it's just like what a waste of what a waste of life. I think one of the reasons game devs don't make inspired games uh this is where we disagreed right at the beginning uh i was like i don't think you should play like too many video games and you were like i think playing video games a lot i think we agree on this but i think we need like i think our our center our center might be different but the heart of it is is like you can't just play video games yeah like i know some people where it's like their whole experience with video games 
if you want to like work in the industry or, or like get like into the industry, yeah, you can't just play video games. Oh, yeah, um, you definitely like have to have worked with programmers and like you know team members and like actually like directed a team and stuff like that. If you you, can, you can't just be like the idea right, guy. Yeah, you, you gotta know? you gotta have real t- skill, real talent. I'll tell you. So I just. <laughs> Yeah, being a, a person that doesn't just play video games is how you get these kinds of talents. How you get these kinds of ideas. How you get these kinds of of of. As an example, in, in a creative industry, Chuck Jones is is the director of the more popular Looney Tunes. There were several Looney Tunes directors, but Chuck Jones directed the ones you know, the ones everybody's like, "Oh, that Bugs Bunny episode with the opera," uh, you know, like that. That's Chuck Jones, like the ones that are super famous. And yeah. he's he's like he's like you know what you do he's like you don't just write ideas for Looney Tunes like he's like you don't just get better at that because of that you have to do different things he was like I started getting in the opera and I st- that made me have really good ideas about Looney Tunes he's like I started getting into vaudeville and that got me in really good ideas in Looney Tunes like like you know like or he he he's like you know talk about reading and watching and like having a varied media and i think it's an input versus output thing like if you're only inputting dark souls you're only going to be able to output dark souls like your your body and your brain will be able to change it somewhat but you won't really have the vocabulary the creative vocabulary to do anything different and i just read a book about uh the u.s navy's first war in tripoli and now this book is really good, by the way. It's written like a it's written like a thriller. It's it's fantastic. It's not just like mm. oh, an eighteen blah 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 like listing out facts. Like it's, it's you really get into the emotional mm. head of some of these historical people. It's a type of genre where it's like almost fiction because it's they 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 don't actually write the fiction to be like it's not written as fiction. It's not fiction. One hundred percent true. Everything they say is backed up by letters and newspaper articles and stuff like. Uh, but there's a little bit of conjecture here and there that lets them kind of tell it like a story. Uh, like, you know, the so-and-so was upset because their brother died. And it's like, they probably were, right? Because, they, you know, your brother got shot in the yeah. head in the fight, and now you're really upset, and you go chase down the other ship. ship. You can you can assume that the guy chasing down the other ship and jumping on and hand-to-hand fighting the captain that shot his brother in the head, which is a real thing that really happened, you can make some safe assumptions about some of the emotional state going on, right? Uh, so like that's the kind of his, that's the kind of genre it is like it's told like a story where you kind of get in these people's heads but they're never they're never saying anything that's not like ninety eight percent safe to say that's a historical fact. Uh, but anyway, so I'll say I read this book. I have freaking amazing ideas about like a VR naval fight game uh, because reading this historical naval fights, I had no idea like they had to sneak past like they had to pretend to be a different kind of crew and different kind of ship and like and like sail in and hoist different flags and have only the guy who can talk in the good accent talk and like and like they they like jumped on this boat and burn it down like all these amazing stories of things that really happened that i wouldn't have had just by watching the movies master and commander and pirates of the caribbean i wouldn't have had the creative vocabulary to really do something new and different with a naval game, not that I'm going to, but if I ever, if I had ideas for a naval game, 
like now I've got some real ideas because I've read about some real historical battles and tactics and, and, and like hard lessons the U.S. Navy learned and stuff and these fights with yeah. pirates in Tripoli. And it, but yeah, if I hadn't read a book, if I hadn't like put games down and, and screens down for a, a week and just read a book, I wouldn't have that. Well, read a book, everybody. <laughs> like these are yeah. just things that give your life variety and spice, and it's everything in moderation. It's just so many people. I know so many people who live in this hole. This is my soapbox. I'm on it. They live in this hole where they're like their <laughs> life is eating, breathing, sleeping energy drinks and video games and and it's just like gosh don't you doesn't that feel dull like i think that's a sign of depression that's called addiction <laughs> that's exactly what it is and i'm sorry if you're one of those people we're, we're letting you know like like video games are fantastic i think they're good and i think they're good for you but just like water if you drink too much water you die if you eat too much bacon you die but if you don't need bacon you don't have any like delicious breakfast, right? Like yeah, yeah. you know, like like it's. I love moderation. Bacon. Yeah, Mister Dad Man telling people to eat their veggies and not right. play video games so much. Yeah, to the opposite. <laughs> I say you should eat bacon in the morning and play some video games. But I also think you should like you know put the video games down after a little while and eat a vegetable with lunch. <laughs> uh, side note: Have you um? Have you booted up that Lyra starter game from the Unreal not, not uh, samples? Um, it it has literally all of the sins that we talked about. It has okay. It doesn't have sprint, but it does have this like weird dash ability that doesn't really work very well. Um, because it like translates you and doesn't actually use the actual oh, location anyway. Weird. Uh, but, uh, but it has, it has um uh, bloom. Uh, it, it has recoil. Um. If you're moving, if you're literally moving at max speed, uh, you, your accuracy is, you can't hit anything. You have to be, like, right up on well, somebody. That's no fun. Um, yeah, and you can shoot around corners. Like, it literally, um, they didn't, it's a third-person shooter, but they didn't account for, in, but the, the, the bullet comes out of the, the, the center of the camera where your reticle is. So you can shoot around corners. <laughs> so you you can you can hit people without Weird. getting hit. Weird. Um, and and so there's like these just so many and uh, the the maps are like way too big. Like they it's it's almost like they uh, they wanted to they added sprint but then added the the other the the dash mechanic. Well, I think that there's a reason it's um, the textbook so, uninspired game. Um, it's because they're trying to make a template for people who want to make uninspired games. Exactly. It's because, and I think it made me realize something. I think it's because programmers made it. Like it wasn't a game designer that made the game, the, the, the template. It was programmers that made it. So they just programmed what popular games have, which, which was all these things, (laughs) you know, COD mechanics. Yeah. (laughs) So you get a nice little Um, clone machine. Yeah, and and now, now, which it kind of upsets me because like you don't even think about it. It, it just it's just you just have it in the game, and like play, ga- gamers, they don't think about it. They, it's just a mechanic that is automatically in the game. You hold shift to sprint. That's that's in all games, right? Uh, no, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's my soapbox.
please continue making games, even if they're copies. Like, there's you're obviously learning there's with merit every project and value to that. And 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 sometimes then sometimes they're really cool, and sometimes you can actually like get a finished project and like put it out for free, and like people will, people will like it, you know. But yeah, I guess that's all yeah. all I have to say. My <laughs> wife and I will let my son play a fair amount of video games and stuff and get a fair amount of screen time. Like there's so many parents who are like no screen time, no screen time. I, you know, there's, I think there's a lot of value to these resources. These, he, he learns so much and, and gets so many ideas and gets so much inspiration from these things. But at the same time, there is a point, there's plenty of points where we're like, put it down, take a break, go outside, play with your action figures. Yeah. How else am I supposed to know that if I step on a turtle, I get more points? Yeah, right? How are, yeah, right? There's a certain amount of it that just doesn't <laughs> translate to life. You know, um, some of the stories I've learned in video games, some of the some of the feelings of overcoming hardships, some of the, you know, yeah. some of these or, or training, like learning how to like train yourself and get better at something and not give up. And a lot of these things, I think, are just good things to learn. But yeah, just like anything, like, you know, you can eat you can eat carrots all day, but you're going to turn orange. Yeah, just because something's good <laughs> for you. Like- you can't binge That's it. A great metaphor. Is that the right word? Yeah. So if you eat too many video <laughs> video games, you're gonna don't, turn orange. Don't eat too many video games. Yeah. Rule of thumb. All right. <laughs>